Good morning, everybody. Erevin Daphnun Gimel Kuch Chazar. We saw Daphnun Beis. The Mishnah Daphnun Beis. And Ralph brought down that when a person leaves the city in Erev Shabbos, and then his friend tells him, "Hey, we should come back to the city." The halacha is that we assume that he still can, plans on going to the second city, and therefore he's kind of shvisa in the middle. He's kind of shvisa at the halfway point, and therefore he's allowed to continue on to the second city. Rameir says that if he didn't specifically speak out that he wants to make the Erevin in the middle, he is in Makom of the Suffolk, and he has to go the Chumra both in both directions. The Gemara brought down that there's two factors which are involved in making the decision whether a person is kind of shvisa the Point number one, did he actually start going on the way? And number two, did he decide to turn back on his own? Or did somebody else tell him to turn back? That we saw was Imachlikis in the Gemara. Then the Gemara on the Rays brought down the two Mishnais. The, the first Mishnah spoke out. The Allah of a person went out of the Tchum, even one Amma, the Tanakam held you not allowed to come back. Or Blazer said, if it's within two Amas, you're allowed to come back. And finally, we saw the last Mishnah which spoke out that a person left the Tchum, sorry, a person who didn't enter the Tchum on Arab Shabbos, even if he's even if he's one Amma away, the Tanakam holds you're allowed to come in. Or Shimon also, if you're within 15 Amas of the city, you're allowed to come in because we assume that the measurement of 2,000 Amas is not. Exact. Today, Hashem, we're going to start the fifth parak of the Sachmas Erevin, going to first discuss how you measure these cities, and then we're going to have some very interesting Agadat Gemaras. The first two daf of this parak are some very interesting Agadat Gemaras about Talmud Torah. So let's see the Mishnah on the bottom of Daphne Bays over here. It says the Mishnah, Kates and Ma'abernesa Arim. How do we measure the city? And the Gemara is going to explain what this Lashon of Ma'aber means, but how do we measure the Tom of the city? So says the Gemara, let's say you have that the, at the edge of the city, the houses are not even. You have one house which is sticking in, one house which is Sticking out, it juts out a little bit. Or pigam nichnas, or pigam yaitzay. Or let's say you do have a wall around the city, but there are towers which stick out. There are these round towers which make it that the wall is not exactly it's not exactly straight. You have some of these towers which stick out outwards. Or shayisham gedudiyetz. You had some of these broken down walls which used to have be houses. Gvayis asaratvachim, which are tantvachim tall. Or you have gisharam nefashis, or you have bridges or nefashis, which are these small buildings that they would have on top of farm. Sheish behind base dira that had people living inside, either for the shaymer or for the watchman. Says the the is that we measure the border of the city from the last point which is sticking out. Any of these houses which are jutting out, any of these buildings which are jutting out, the halacha is you draw a line from that building all the way across the entire edge of the city. Meaning we don't draw as a diagonal, rather at the furthest point, whatever point is sticking out of the city, that's where we measure the 2,000 Amis. And says the Mishnah, again, if you have a picture, it'll be much easier to see, but basically, even if you have a small house which is sticking out the side of the city, the Allah is you measure the Tchum from that house. And says the, and says the Mishnah, the Aysen, Aysen Kimin, Tabla Meruvas, Kadeshi, and Iskar, it says obvious. And like we explained before, Radamachlik is about this, but our Mishnah over here says that you do not draw a circle, rather you draw a square, meaning you draw a square from the further, from the distant, the furthest point of the city, which gives you 2,000 hours in every direction, but it really gives you 2,800. 2,800 Amis because you also have the corners which are not 2,000 Amis but 2,800 Amis says the Hagi Gemara now we're going to discuss what the Lashon of mission is in Ma'avrin with an iron or an off and through that we're going to segue into some very interesting Agatha Gemara so says the Hagi Gemara Rabbi Shmuel's Machaikis in our Mishnah Chad Tani Me'abrin Vachad Tani Me'abrin was Machaikis are we garrison the Mishnah with an iron or are we garrison the Mishnah with an Aleph Lashon of Ayin is a Lashon of a woman being pregnant and Lashon of Aleph is from Lashon of Aver like the Avar of a person says Gwarman Tani Me'abrin Aver Aver the learns Ma'abrin because it comes from Russian of Aver, meaning that in our case you have these limbs which are sticking out. And Uman Tani Ma'abrin, Uman Tani learns that regardless of an ayin, Kisha Obra, it's like a woman who's pregnant that she's sticking out a little bit. Says the Gemara right there, Ma'aris and Machpelet. Now we're going to discuss again Machlaikis to translate different words. Ma'aris and Machpelet, Rabbish, Machlaikis, Rabbish, Machanamar. It's called Machpelah Dal because you have one room which is inside another room. It's one. It's it's called Maras Machpelah because you have a first floor and you have a second floor on top of it. Says the Gemara Bishlam. There, Amar Zagav Zeh Hainu Machpelah. Says the Gemara Bishlam. There, where the the 
Mars Machpelah is one on top of the other. That's why it's called Machpelah. That's why it's called double over. Elamanda Amar Shneivat Mizul for Mizul. According to Amanda, that holds that Mars Machpelah was one room and another room inside of it. My Machpelah. What's Lashon Machpelah? And the Gemara is assuming that Lashon Machpelah is only applicable. is only Shayach. What's one on top of the other? Not if one is inside the other. And says the Gemara Shek Fula Bezugas. It's called Machpelah because it's Kafel Bezugas because it has pairs of couples like the Gemara said. Like the Gemara continues to explain. Mamre Karius Arba. Pasuk says that it's called Karius Arba. Amre Biyitzchak Karius. Arba Zugas is the Karyat Arba Zugas, it's the area which has, has four pairs of the Mechava, Avar Misara, Yitzakarifka, Yaakov, Ileya. It's called Maris Machpelah, it's called, and it's the Karyat Arba because it has four pairs of couples there. It has Adam and Chava, Avar Misara, Yitzakarifka, and Yaakov, and Leia. It says, We're right to Rahib, Bimeam Raphael. It says, El Gigamar, Ravu Shmuel, Chad Amar, Nimr Chmite. That one man that Rahul is that really Nimr was his name. Lamanik Shmuel, Am Raphael. Why was Am Raphael also called, why was Nimr also called Am Raphael? Because he said, Shamar Vipal, Avar Mavinu, Betak Kivshan H, because he said, We should throw Avar into the fire. Number one, my number says, I'm Rafa Shmai, really Nimrod's real name was I'm Rafa. Velamanik Shmai Nimrod, I swear we call him Nimrod. Shehemrod has called him Kula Yalav, Be Machusai. That when Nimrod was the king, everybody rebelled against Akalish Barhu, and that's why his name was Nimrod. It's interesting that Teres Chaim over here points out that every single one of these Machlegas between Rabbi Shmuel has an Afkamina Allah. For example, he says over here that Afkamina is, what's an Afkamina if his name was Nimrod or if his name was Am Rafa? So he says, because Gemara tells us that Shem Risham Yerkov, you shouldn't name your children after Risham. So therefore, depending on what his name was, then you shouldn't name your child after him. If his real name was Nimrod, you can't name him Nimrod. If his real name was Am Rafa, then you can't, you're not supposed to name your child. I'm Rafa. Says Zigmar Vaiter, Vayakam Allah Chodesh, Amit Shraim, Rabbi Shmuel, Chad Omar, Chodesh, Mamish, Vachad Omar, Shinis Chachuk, Zeres of Machlaikis, when the Pasuk says that a new king got up, does that mean literally a new king came, or is a new king because he was Machadish, Zeres, and Klai? So, Manda, Machadish, Mamish, Dixiv Chodesh, the Manda, says it was an actual new king because the Pasuk says it sounds like it was a new king. Manda, Omar, Shinis Chachuk, Zeres, and Midlaik, Sivayamas, Vayimlech. And the Manda learns that he wasn't a new king, rather, he just made new Zeres against Klai. So, the reason why he said this is because the Pasuk doesn't say that the king died. And now a new king was appointed, so it sounds like it really was the same king, just he was a new king in the sense that he made new Gazeris. Says the Gemara. Because he pretended as if he didn't know Yasef because he was making Zeris against Kaleitzrael. He pretended as if he forgot what Yasef did for Mitzray. Says the Hilgi Gemara Vaiter, Simon Shmanesar Yishtaim Asar Lamadni with David Vayivet. Says the Gemara Rabbiachan Shmanesar Yavim Gadalti Yitzar Rab Aisha Beribi. It was eighteen days that I learned by Rab Aisha Beribi, which Rashi verse says Beribi means that he was an Adam Gadol. That the name, the Lashon of Beribi, always means that he was a very big Talmud Chacham. Again, Rashi in different places says either that Beribi means that he's a big Talmud Chacham, or Rashi says that Beribi was the shame Chacham was the name of a person. Some of the want to suggest that it just depends if the person had another name. If he has a second name, then Beribi means that he's a Shmanesar Talmud Chacham. If the Gemara just says. Bribi, then that is his actual name, says the Gemara. So he was he stayed by him for eighteen days. The Loyla Mada Timi Manuel Dabar Achab Mishnah saying I only learned one thing about in Mishnah is from Rabbi Aisha. Kate Samabr Sa'aram Ba'alaf. And he, what he taught me was is that in our mission the proper gear is Ma'abr with an Aleph and not Ma'abrin with an Ayn. Says the Hagi Gmar writer, Lev says Gmar, and is that true? That he only learned one that Rabbi Yechanan only learned one thing from Rabbi Aisha. But Rabbi Yechanan said, Aini, is that true? There were 12 Tamidim that Rabbi Yechanan had. And I was with them for 18 days. And I learned from the lave of every single one of them. I recognized how intelligent they were. And I learned from every single one of them. I saw how each one was smarter than the next. So I asked the Gemara. It sounds like he did learn from them. And so the Gemara, Gemara, like Gemara. And he learned about he learned their he learned about their lave, he learned how intelligent they were, he learned about their chachma, but he didn't actually learn Gamar from them. So that's why he said I only learned one thing from Gamar.
Gemara from them. Ibayisim or suggests the Gemara. Minayu diday Gemara. Abu Minayu diday lay Gemara. Ena Chlami he learned from the Talmidim of Rishia, but he did not learn from the Rebbe himself or Rabbi Rishia. He learned one thing from Rishia, but Ena Chlami from the Talmidim of Rishia. He learned many things when he was there. Ibayisim or all tell you Davar Echem Mishnas Enu Kamar that he learned a lot of things from Rabbi but he only learned one thing about Mishnai. So that's why Rabbi Echem said, I only learned one thing about the Mishnah that the Gersan Ar Mishnah is with an Aleph. But Ena Chlami he learned many things from Rishia in regards to Gemara and other Chachmas. Says the Gemara right to Rabbi Echem. Rabbi said that when I was by Rabbi Shemua, we used to sit six people in one amma. And the Marshaver explains it was, a, it was a nace because they were all they all fit into such a tiny, into such a small space. Just like Mayor and his generation, we saw in the beginning of this Masechta that they weren't able to understand or Mayor was saying because he was so intelligent. His Chavayim, his contemporaries were not necessarily able to understand what he was saying because of his intelligence. His intelligence. Now we're going to have an interesting memory again about the idea of Yerudis Adaris. We had one memory in Masechta with Shabbos that and now we're going to have another interesting idea about Yerudis Adaris. The lave of the Rishayim was like the opening of the Ulam, this Huge room, the lave of the achreinim, is like the entrance of the hechel, which is a small room, which is about ten amas, a small room in the base of English. But Anu, an hour in our days, we are we're like a tiny hole in a t- in a small needle. Meaning, we have in generations we have gone down so much that, in comparative to what they were earlier, we are tiny compared to what they were. Says the Gemara, Rishonim, Rabbi Yak. So now the Gemara explains who are the Rishonim. Rishonim, Rabbi Kiva. The Rishonim were Rabbi Kiva. Achreinim, Rabbi Shemua. The Achreinim are Rabbi Shemua. And every time we start to say Rishonim, Rabbi Lazim Shemua. Rishonim were Rabbi Lazim Shemua. And Achreinim, Rabbi Shibribi. The Achreinim are referring to Rabbi Shibribi. Amar Abaya va'Anan kisiksa beguda ligmar. Says Abaya. And we who are so laid after generations of Rabbi Yochanan, we are like the Sikhs of Guda, we are like putting a peg into the wall in regards to Gemara. I mean, just like it's very hard to put a peg in a, in a small hole in the wall. So to us, we do not understand our learning very easily. And again, this, this idea of Rudy Sedaris is really a fascinating concept because in all other areas of intelligence, areas of Chachma, we've advanced tremendously in contemporary times, in recent times, and the area which we found that we've gone backward, that there's a constant reason that there is, is only in Tyra, in regards to Tyra, we know that whether it's from anecdotal evidence, whether it's from the actual reading of the Svarim, we see how even in previous generations, which weren't so far off from us, their knowledge of Tyra was on a different plane, so it's definitely fascinating to figure out exactly what Yerida Sedaris means. It probably does not mean that the IQs have gone lower. It means something along the lines of when we were closer to Harsina, when we were closer to the giving of the Torah, we had a close, we had a clear knowledge of what exactly Torah was saying. Again, definitely interesting discussion, different opinions about what exactly Sedaris means. There is another thing which we have to balance the Gemara says Allah Kabbasrei, which means we pass the later generations. The Yaakov here says, "Well, Megillus Esther Nizakdama." Many Rishayim and have brought this marshal. The reason why we pass like the Basrei, the later generations, is because it's like the midget on top of the elephant that even though the elephant was such a was such a bigger is such a larger animal still when you put something tiny on top of an elephant it can still see further than the elephant itself and therefore we are like these tiny little midgets on top on top of the shoulders of giants and that's why it's possible we pass can like the later generations it says helgi gmarvaiter amarava vanan we are like sticking a finger at the hard wax in regards to svara in relationship to the earlier generations that for us it's very hard to stick a finger into hard wax so it's just like us that we are not as intelligent as we used to be we are like sticking a finger into a pit in regards to forgetting it's very easy to stick a finger into a large pit so too we forget 
forget very easily. Says the Gemara Rabbi Damarav Bnei Yehuda. Shekpidu al Shainam Niskayim Uter Biyadam. The Bnei Yehuda, the people who lived in Yehuda, who were makbar on their lashon, they were makbar to speak in a nice, clean language. They didn't use any inappropriate language. Niskayim Uter Biyadam. They didn't forget their learning. The Bnei Galo were not mocking the lash on the way that they spoke. Their Torah, they used to forget the Torah easily. Says the Gemara, on the lashon that you use, whether you use lashon to hear or not. That's what you're forgetting. Your learning is based on. Says the Gemara, rather Ella. The Bnei Yehuda were very mocked on transmitting the language that their Rebbe, their Rebbe used, and they would be careful to use precise definitions from Rebbe Talmud. So therefore, and they would give. For their learning, that's why they would remember their learning. However, Bnei Gal, like the Kalishna, the Bnei Gal, were not careful on using exact definitions. On careful with their lashon, they would not give simanim for their learning. They forgot their learning. learned from one so they remember their learning. they did not learn from one rebbe, they learned from multiple They forgot their learning. The bottom Tesis points out that even though the tells us that you should learn from multiple names with Tesis Rivera answers that it depends in regards to Gemara in regards to learning the lushing of the halachas in regards to learning the actual halacha that you should learn from one Rebbe so for example to pick up the texts of the Gemara that you have to learn from one Rebbe however to give the Svaris that you should go to multiple Rebbe to pick up a different Mahakam however to have the actual text of the Gemara to have, or the Gemara is not referring to the text because it didn't have the actual Gemara written down but to have the actual Actual halacha is that you should learn from one rebbe because if you have multiple halachas, you're going to have a problem to know exactly which one's correct. So to pick up the actual nusach that you should do from one rebbe, but to pick up a mahalach halimud to pick up a perception on how to learn that you should do from multiple rabbeim. Says the Gemara David Galyum Masachta. I'm sorry, Ravina. Ravina said Bnei Yehuda the Galyum Masachta Bnei Yehuda who transmitted their learning, who taught their learning to others in the sky with Tarbiyadim. They remember their learning. Bnei Gal Legal Masachta. The Bnei Gal do not transmit their learning. They do not teach their learning to others. They did not remember their learning. Says the Gemara Vaiter. David taught other people. Shal did not teach other people. Says the Gemara. David David I'm sorry. David that taught his learning to others. It says about him. That other people will be happy with David Amalek since he shared his Torah. His Torah is going to be correct, and therefore they're going to be happy. But Shal did not teach his learning to others. It says about him. That anybody. He was not Zeicha to a Pasch in the Alacha properly. Because again, he didn't teach his learning, that's why he wasn't Zeicha. To Pasch in the Alacha correctly. Says the Gemara right of Amr Biachla Minayin Shemachla Kadish Baruch Hu Alayhi Siyavin Had. We know that Kadish Baruch Hu was Michael Shal for the Yavera of the Kahanim in the Ir Nay that Shalomach wiped out all the Kahanim in the city. Shemach because the Pasch says, Zemachar Ato Barach Imi. And we darshin Imi B'Mechitzasi. We darshin when Kadish Baruch when Shal came to when Shmuel came to Shal, Shmuel Shmuel told him that Zemachar you're going to be Imi. And we darshin Imi B'Mechitzasi you're going to be now Abba with me. So you see clearly that. Kadosh Baruch was Michael Shal for the Avera. Amar of Abba E. Ikad Mashalu Livnei Yehuda Daikilishin. If you have a question in regards to a specific lashon, you should ask Bnei Yehuda. Ma'abrutan and Ma'abrutan. You should ask them. Akuzitan, Akuzitan. Are we going to Allah for Ayin? Yadi, they are going to know. Meaning, if you have a question in a lashon, exactly how you should say something or how you should spell something, you should ask the Bnei Yehuda because they are Madaik and they are Lashinus. So like in our Mishnah, whether you spell with an Allah for an Ayin or whether the Mishnah in Bechiris, whether you spell the word Akuzi or Akuzi with an Ayin, you should ask them. Says the Gemara, so Sha'alinu, they asked Abnei Yehuda how you should spell in our Mishnah of Amrilei, and they responded, Ikadatani Ma'abrin, Ikadatani Ma'abrin. They said that they are, both Gears are, are, are correct. Some people teach with an Al, some people teach it with an Ayn. Ikadatani, some people learned Akuzi, Ikadatani, Akuzi, and the same thing in the Mishnah of Some learned it with an Al, some learned it with an Ayn. Says the Gemara, 
Where do we see that Bnei Yehuda were mocked on their lashon? Says Gemara that they were very careful to give precise definitions to be very specific in what they were talking about. Says Gemara Dahu Bar Yehuda, there was a person who came from Yehuda. The armor that he said, he said his front talis he actually limka. I have a talis to sell. Armor he said back to him, my gam talis. What colors of talis he want to sell? Armor he said back to him, kitch rodin ale adam. It's like the trodden. It's like the beads which are still on the ground. Which is meaning he gave a very precise definition, very clear. He was very specific about what he was referring to. That it's very very. It's green like the beads in the ground. Says Gemara right there. But a gold like where do we find that the people from Gaul are not Medayak in their Lush, and that they're not clear, they're ambiguous what they're talking about? The Sanya, we learned, we learned that Hubaragvila was a person from Gaul, because of Amarla, that he was going in the way, and he was saying, Amar Laman, Amar Laman, who wants Amar? He was selling something, and he said, Who wants Amar? So the Gemara says it was very unclear what he was saying, what exactly he was trying to sell. Amarla said to him, Galila Shaita, you person from Galil, you're a Shaita, Hamar Lamerkov, a Hamar Lamishti. Are you saying you want to sell a Hamar? Do you want to sell a donkey? Or are you trying to say you're trying to sell wine? Or Amar Lamelbash? You're trying to sell us wool. You're trying to sell us a sheep so that we could shecht. So meaning he used the lashon of Amar and it was very unclear. Was he saying Amar with an elf? Was he saying Amar with a ches? It was very unclear what he was referring to. Says where he it's a there was a woman who was trying to tell her friend she wa- she told her friend she, wa- she wanted to tell her friend you should come eat with me and again she didn't use the very clear lashon and she ended up saying she gave her a curse that a lion should eat you again the word is just pointing out you have to be very clear and you have to speak clearly so that people understand what you're saying there was a woman who came in front of the judge and she wanted to tell the judge that she had this tablet that was stolen from her but instead since she wasn't careful in what she was saying it wasn't clear what she said instead she said Mari Kira Tafl Havislig Uganuvachmin Ukadu Havis de Kat Shadar Lacha Ilvaile Mati Karaka Ara. She told the judge that you stole this long beam from me and it was so long that my feet don't even reach the ground. And the point is that what she was saying didn't make any sense because she wasn't clear. She didn't know how to speak clearly. So that's why what she said came out very, very strange. It says, I'm going to go through when people would try to tell somebody else something else, but they didn't want other people to understand it. They were trying to speak in a of the Gemara calls the Lashon of Chachma, but it's, they were trying to transmit something that they only wanted specific people to understand, so they would speak in a certain manner. So it says the Amsa to be Rebbe, the Shivcha of Rebbe, when she wanted to speak Lashon of Chachma, this is what she would say, Alice not this Bekad, that there's a certain clay, the ladle is on the bottom, it's being on the barrel, you do the birds should go back to their nests, and the point is, what she was trying to say was, the Talmidim should go back to their homes, and Marsha speaks out that she didn't want to say it's clearly because it's not respectful for her to tell Talmidim directly, so therefore she would use this of that for them to understand that it's time to go home. Or she would say that we have to empty into another barrel. Again, the point is that it's full and it's time to go home. Sometimes she would say that when she wanted to send them to meet them home, she would say that the birds, it's time for them to go back to their nest. But when she wanted them to stay, when she, when she wanted to tell them to stay in the house, she would say, you should take. He would say. The, he would say. Get a new barrel. But typically, Allah's bekat, and then and then through that, you'll have another barrel. The clay will not will be able to float in the barrel. Just like a boat floats in the water. Says the was using a of again, trying to be something. Amar would say asuli shar mishpat betur miskan. He would say, make me a shar betur miskan. What does that mean? Says the Gemara shar. The lush, The translation of shar is tur in Aramaic, and the lush, and the translation of mishpat is. Is din. 
So therefore, what he was trying to say, what he really wanted to say was, you should make me beats. So therefore, he would say, you should make me Shar Mishpat. Translation of Shar Mishpat is Tradent. And then, Miskan, the translation is Dal. So therefore, what he was saying, what? And, he want, and the translation of Miskan is Yachat. So he was trying to tell him, he was trying to tell him to make him Chardal, to make him, he wanted beats and mustard, but he only wanted specific people to understand. So that's what he would say, make me Shar Mishpat between Miskan, because the transla- translation of this equals, make me beats with mustard. Says, when he was trying to figure out whether who he should go to, who should host him, he would say like this: Amarachi Gvor Pum Dein Chai. would say Gvor Pum Dein Chai, which is a translation of each one. Gvar is Ish, and Pum is P, and Din. The translation is Zet. So therefore, what it comes out is is Ushbiz Chini. That you put it all together, it equals Ishbizina. And he would say, Ma Zet Is it a good person to go to or not? But again, he was saying Lashon Remes, so only specific people would understand. Says Amarachi Revok Yavim Mishdoi Lashon Chach Malvi Amarachi Atzirin Lepchamin. You should heat up the coals. Our our Kiul is oven and make sure that the, the pot is ready and you should make me two things which they will, they will tell us whether it's night or not and he was trying to tell them to make him chickens and he would say Blush and Remez, he would say in this fashion you'll make me two types again the point was make me two things that will cook on the coals which again he was referring to chickens but he didn't say that explicitly they asked where is Rabbi Light they're trying to figure out where he was they couldn't find him so they asked Rabbi where he was Amrullah and Sarvah said back to them. Olatz Benara Ahuranis Ahuranis Aaronis Vehen are two that Rabbi Loi is with a other person and he wasn't able to sleep and therefore now he's sleeping. It was it was the middle of the day, so he was telling him that something happened and therefore he's sleeping now. So Amrullah some people say what exactly does it mean? He was Benara Aaronis. Amrullah some people say Isha is referring to the fact that he married a woman and therefore he was busy at night, so that's why he was up. He was sleeping during the day. But Amrullah some people say Misachta means that he was very involved in his learning at night and therefore it was referring to when, the, when he said Olatz Benara Aaronis is referring to he was learning. Him, and therefore, which is referring to the Avaida, and that's why he called it Acharanis. So that's why he went to sleep during the day because he, he didn't sleep at night. Says the Gemara, Amri It's been in Hechen So now the Tamidim Eloi were asking where Rabbi Lai was. So Amri Lai says back to him. He got Rishus of the Nasi. They didn't give him Mifibaishis, and he went to Mifibaishis again. These are all Lashon Remez, but he responded. He went to Mifibaishis, which is referring to the Zikanim that the Zikne Darim, because Mifibaishis was very was a big Chacham. So he said Mifibaishis. But he really meant to say that he went to speak to something in the in the Dharm. Says the Gemara right there, Amr Bishulman Khananya. My entire life, nobody was nobody won over me bidvarim besides for a woman, a tinek and a tinek. It says the Gemara, go through each case. Ishamai, what was the story with the woman? Says the Gemara, one time I was by a certain woman, she was hosting me, she made me these beans. So, the first day I ate them, and I ate the whole thing, didn't leave anything over. Again, I ate it the second, didn't leave anything over. The third day, she put in too much salt, and I couldn't eat it. Once I tasted it, I took my hand away from it, I couldn't eat it anymore, it was too salty. Normally the woman said to me, Rabbi, but said. So he's, the woman said, "Why are you not eating the beans today?" I'm already lasted back there. Kfar saatim but I already ate during the day, so that's why I'm not hungry anymore. I'm relieved. So the woman said back, "What do you mean? If you already ate already, so then why were you eating the bread? I see clearly that you're still hungry. You ate the bread, but you didn't eat the beans. So something clearly is wrong with the dish that I made today." So then the woman said, "I'm relieved." The woman said, "Rabbi, shemalay nach to pay every shayin. Maybe you didn't leave anything over from the from the first food. Like I'm Rucham, didn't the Rucham say she ain't mishayin peah be'ufis? I'm mishayin peah be'karat. The halacha is that you are not supposed." 
supposed to leave over the halach, when a person goes to someone else's house or even his own house, you don't have to leave anything over in the pot, but you should leave something over in the plate for the person serving you. So therefore, what she was telling him was that I see that the first two days you didn't leave anything over. So maybe the reason why you're leaving over today is because you didn't leave over the first two days. She was giving him a little bit of musr. So it says the Gemara, that's why he said, or Bishmachanani said that you see this woman went over me that I should have left over the food. Says the Gemara. Now, what was the case of the Tunaikis, the child? Says the Gemara, my, what was that case? One time I was walking the road, and the road went through a field. When I was going through this path, so this girl, the young girl, told me, What do you mean? Isn't this someone else's field? How do you go through it? I see a lot of people are walking through this path, so clearly it is a public area. What do you mean? Maybe, maybe people are just going through because they're stealing. Who said that the person gave permission? So just because other people are doing it doesn't mean that it is a public area. And again, says Rabbi this girl was correct, and she won me over. Says Martinik, my, what's the case of the Tinik? One time I was walking on the road, and I saw a child who was sitting on the precious drachim, which is there was a fork in the road, and I wasn't sure where to go, which direction to go. I said to the Tinik, which is the fastest road to get to the city? I'm released back to me. One way is short and long, and the other way is long and short. I went to the shore and then the long way. And I saw it was very hard to get into this, even though the actual route was short, but to get in the city where the path ended by the city was very hard to get in because there were these and there were these gardens and I couldn't get into the city I went back to the fork of the road I said to this child I said that you, you told me it's very short but it's not I couldn't get into the city I said back to me did I not tell you that it's very long meaning what the Tinik was saying was that it's, this is the shorter route but it's Arucha it's longer because it's hard to get into the city the other route is Arucha it's a little bit longer in time but it is Kitsara that it's easier to get into the city says the Gemara so Nishakti al Raishai. So it says Rabbi Shmuel I kissed the Tzinik. I said Ramarti and I said Ashrechem Yisrael Shekulchem Chacham Gedolim Atem and Migedolchem Vad Ketanchem. Rabbi Shmuel Chananya said he gave, he he gave a kiss to this the, to this Tzinik, and he said how great is Klai Yisrael that the 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 Klai Yisrael is so intelligent from the young children to the older people. And again, you see the beauty in our Gemara that Rabbi Shmuel Chananya was willing to take Musar from a Tzinik from a Tzinik and from a woman. Two quick R's on what we saw today. The Gemara on the Amadal brought down some interesting ideas of how we should not forget our learning. The Gemara said that a person should teach his learning to other people. The Gemara said that a person should learn from one Rebbe. That'll be helpful. That'll remember his learning. So just a few quick Marmachimus in regards to a person remembering their learning. We know that there is a chiv, an obligation, really, for a person to try to remember their learning. Big Machlekes is that still applicable nowadays. Now that we have Teresh Walpeh written down, but even if it's not an Isser, it's definitely an important thing to remember our learning. So just a few quick Marmachimus on this Indian of remembering our learning. There, first of the Gemara in Shavuos and the Flamadal and Beis tells us that anything that a person is not on, it's not on a person's mind, he's going to forget. So if we constantly keep Torah on our minds, it's definitely a school of Definitely helpful to allow us to remember. There's a pasuk in Tehillim which says, "I'm not going to forget your mitzvahs because it's within it that I live." And if you take a look at that Kedus Yitzchak in Sharnun, Parshas Tetzavi explains, "Amar ki acher shenosamoy leisik meyuchad ashbayichia tamid after Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave us the Torah that we should be constantly involved in it." It's our obligation not to forget it. Ki yevsher lovely day shikha imloishi askim libli vatolai eitzikahu alarchikam yolav shaaziyamayim before some shalayipolav. It's not so sad. 
Tashikha. Says that Kedis Yitzchak, what Tabernacle Malach is telling us is that if a person lives his Torah in a way that is Kivam Chisani, because it's within it that I live my Torah, it's my breath, it's my life, then you're not going to forget your learning. Just like a person doesn't forget to eat, doesn't forget that he has to breathe, he's not going to forget his learning because that is his entire Chis. Somebody once came to Ramayshin, he said, How's it possible you always remember your learning that you don't forget? He said, What do you mean? If this is what I live, this is what I breathe, then I'm not going to forget it. So that is also definitely an important Sgula, an important way to help us remember is to make sure that our Torah is primary, it's something which is part of our chiyas, that will help us remember, if you take a look at Rashi, inside Hajanaf Chafavim Beis, Rashi writes that a person, doesn't learn, a person who learns Bekoil, a person who learns out loud will not forget his learning. If you take a look at the Yushalmi in the fifth paragraph of the Zachmas Brachas, the Yushalmi writes, Amr B'yachanan, Beris, Kruzi, Aigi, Batamudi, Betzina, Leib Meherim, Hu, Mishkach, Matam, Ve'es, Tznoa, Chachma. Yechanan tells us that a person who learns Betzina, he's not going to forget his learning very easily. In the Gemara quotes a Pasuk, the Achranim and the Yushalmi explain, Betzina means that a person who's learning for himself, and he's not learning Lushim Gaiva, he's not just learning so that he can impress other people, says the Yushalmi, he will not forget his learning. There's the interesting Tavaris Yisrael, or the Mishnah in Perkyava says a person should make this Tarek Kevas, the Tavaris Yisrael, the first Tarek of Perkyava brings down five helpful ways that a person will remember his learning, says the Tefaris Yisrael. Number one, when a person is learning with Simcha, that is going to allow him to remember his learning. It's going to expand the Sechel, expand the Zikaran. When a person's Limud is a Lashon of Shashu, it means he's enjoying it, it means it's something that he's excited about, then he's not going to forget. So, number one, a person has to enjoy the learning, learn with Simcha, that is going to help you remember your learning. Says number two, that a person has nice safer with a nice font. There's a choose for I believe that writes that, or it's, maybe it's in a letter where he writes that when you're printing his farm, you should make sure to print them with a nice foot. So again, he's writing out covered that but the price says, right, here, this farm that you learn from, the the place that you're learning should be in a very nice place. That'll also help you that you're not, you will not forget your learning. Three says, you should make sure to have a hemshech in your learning. You shouldn't constantly interrupt. You should make sure to be constantly involved in your learning, and that will also help that you will not forget your learning. Four, says the Tavaris Yisrael, in Chizik Ubir, you should make sure, you learn your, you make sure to learn in a way that is Chizik and Mavor, that is clear and is strong, in the sense that you should make sure your learning is entrenched in you like a nail. The point is you should have it clear. A person who has his learning clear and he knows exactly what he's talking about, he's not just you know ambiguous in his learning, he's not just got a, a, a surface tfisa on what he's talking about, but he really understands Indian. That says that Tefari Yisrael will help him remember his learning. And says Tefari Yisrael, the fifth one, he should make sure that he learns an area where he's not going to be distracted. And therefore, says it to Yisrael, he should learn 
Betail, that people are not going to come disturb you in your learning. So again, the fifth one is that you should make sure to learn in a place where people are not going to disturb you. So we see five tips from the Tiferes Yisrael to help us remember our learning. There's in a few other, actually a few other Ramakimists, the Tysus in Megillah writes that a person should make sure of Hashem and Blazer, the Tysus in the Megillah, the Lama Dalit writes that a person learns without singing. Says the Tiferes says Tysus, Shayrigi and Lishnais and Mishnais with Zimra, if you show you Shayrigi and Apet, Vaide Kachayan Niskaram, Yetzer says Tysus that originally used to learn the Mishnais with a Nigan, and says Tysus through that, Hayyan Niskaram Yetzer, they would remember it better. So Tysus is telling us that a person who learns with a song, he sings his learning, he will, it will be helpful to help him. Remember his learning. There's a tzlach in Satan's brachas of Samach Dalmanaf who writes that a person who says brachas will also remember his learning. Says the Tzvarsi. Says the tzlach on Eid Yehuda. Ba'ani Omer and I say Kavana Sabah Alachas Kedus Bezehul Lefisha Iker Tachslim Udo Almanashi Advar Mal Live Avilizi Karmleish The Iker Limud is that a person should remember his learning. Kesheichech Ma Tachas Tell us by Olamde if a person forgets his learning, what was the point? Udati Berchas Atari School on the Flaw. That Berchaz Atara is a tremendous school to help you remember your learning. A person who says it properly. He brings a ride from the Gemara. The Gemara says that first, Maisha Rabbeinu learned the Torah and kept him forgetting it until it's given to him as a matana, until it's given to him as a present. So therefore, a person who says Berchaz Atara, he's saying he's thinking that Baruch, he's recognizing that the Torah is given to him as a gift and says that that will help him when a person recognizes the Torah that Baruch Hu gave to him was a gift, is a special matana, that will help him remember his learning. So again, you say Berchaz there properly, remember you're learning the Shla Kaddish in Shvuitz, Parkner Mitzvah writes as well, like we saw in Rashi, a person has to make sure to learn Mikhail, a person learns out loud, quotes the Gemara in Ervin that we just saw, this Gemara, uh, we're going to see tomorrow, about Bruya, that a person has to make sure to learn out loud. We, we spoke at this last time, writing Parshish Kisisa, who says that a person who learns on Shabbos, he's not going to get his learning. That the Torah was first the Torah was given stump, and then after the Torah was, the Torah was given as a present, and therefore, making Shabbos, which is also a it was given to us as a present. It's a day of remembrance, and therefore, if a person who learns on Shabbos, he's going to remember everything that he learned on Shabbos. Again, just a few interesting Ramakimists about the idea of remembering your learning and different tips, different helpful ways to remember. Again, our Gemara brought down the person should make Simon for his learning. You should make simple signs or simple ways, simple tips, simple things that will allow him to expand the ideas that he's seen already. I found that it's very helpful that not really our Gemara does. The Gemara does it in a few different places that we've seen. The Gemara will give a similar. The Gemara will give a word which represents the entire topic which we're going to discuss. So that's definitely a helpful way for a person to remember his learning is just to write one, two, or three key points in every daf to help him remember. Just one quick other R on our daf, the Gemara, if you take a look at Rashi Dibra Maschil on the Ahmed Beis, Rashi Dibra Maschil, Amr Isha, Rashi writes, we saw the Gemara brought down, that Rabbi Loi was busy. The Gemara says he was busy with his wife, says Rashi, Achoran is Mesa, Ishtar Rishayna Vazu Rashi writes that his first wife died, and this was his second wife. So if you take a look at the Marsha, the Marsha writes, Ein Zamochrach, it's Zamochrach, this was his second wife after his first wife died. Maybe he married two women at the same time. Meaning, what, what's the right to Rashi that his first wife died, and that's why he married a second woman? Maybe he was married to two women at once. We know that in the times of the Gemara, you were allowed to marry two women, and only after the Chayyim Gershim, that's when there was an Isser to marry two women at once. Now, just maybe there's a possibility over here. It's definitely a fascinating discussion to figure out exactly what Chazal's perception, what Chazal's view on polygamy was, on taking two wives was. Definitely an interesting discussion, but it is pretty clear that whatever the common minute, common practice at the time was, in the times of the Gemara, it does seem that we have very little evidence or very few instances of Tanayim and Amorim having two wives, it seems that the standard 
the standard situation, at least for the Tanaim and Amaraim, maybe for the, the maybe for the common folk it was different, but at least for the Tanaim and Amaraim is that they only took one wife. Again, this is a subject which is definitely discussed in academia. Zachariah Frank wrote an entire book discussing this, this type of idea about the marriage in the times of the Gemara, but I'm not familiar with any specific Ramakimists that discuss this idea. If anybody has, there are sec- secondary sources, there's Avastur Abnas, there's Midrashim, if anybody has any specific Ramakimists about this, we'd definitely like to hear, but maybe that's China Rashi. The Rashi just suggests that it was after his first wife died because it could be that the general practice of the Tanaim and Amarim was not to take two wives. Quick Hazar, we saw today, the Gemara and Lamanav, just we saw the Mishnah, which spoke out how we measure the air, that we measure the air from the furthest point in the city, and then we saw some fascinating uh, Gemars. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.